Hi, welcome to the Social Innovation Lab, a podcast dedicated to making sure you are in the know with everything happening on social media. Social Innovation Lab. Hey there, I'm your host, Dulce Matos. For this episode, I will be speaking with Paulo Yanagizawa, formerly the head of social and now creative director of Media Monks in the Sao Paulo office. Paulo has more than 12 years of experience working for entertainment companies and advertising agencies throughout the world. At Media Monks, Paulo has developed several social media and content strategies for brands across several different industries. Joining us from Sao Paulo, Paulo Yanagizawa. So, Paulo, tell me, how do you think that brand content strategy needs to evolve in order to be relevant, to remain relevant? And if you could share with us any examples of brands that have had a great response to this challenge. So, first of all, like I would like to come here with like an amazing answer for this question. But the answer for me is as simple as it sounds. Content is content. So whenever the content is good, people will watch it. And I think we've got stuck in a lot of rules from different platforms in terms of best practices or, you know, people saying that you should tell your whole message in three seconds. And it's proven, you know, that when the content is good, people will watch it. Especially like um, I've been seeing a lot of people, for example, saying that this new generation, like their attention span is really short. But uh, at the same time, it's the generation that is spending hours watching live streamings on Twitch, for example. So whenever the content is instinct for them, they're going to watch. So I think what we need to evolve is, I say we as like the industry, right? So we need to evolve and we need to kind of like start thinking in a different way that we need to produce better content. I mean, those content that we used to produce for brands on social media, they're not enough anymore. You know, we, we need to spend more money. We need to, you know, create things that are actually like really high quality, really good content. So I'll give you like a, a brief example of something that we worked here in the Brazilian office. So we've done like a big campaign for a client last year. And one of the last pieces of content was a six minute video, right? So we decided to take like a YouTube format and recreate it in a really like high quality approach. So it was a six minute video, but with like four huge influencers reacting to stuff. So in the end, when you compare with all of like the pieces that run through the campaign, this one was the one that got most like more successful. You know, this one was the one that got more attention. The CTR was better. The VTR was better. So we were not expecting it, but it was the longest piece of the campaign in terms of length. And it was the best performing piece. So if you do create content, people will watch it. Yeah. And those results came strictly from the fact that the content was interesting to watch. Besides every best practice out there that we often misunderstand as formulas for success, Best practices are best practices. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's not a secret formula. So talking about how success looks like and the ambitions that a brand should have when they decide to create content on social media, especially in moments such as these where everyone is fighting for attention. How do you think that success looks like for or how do you think that it can be defined for this brand? I think especially when we're talking about content and social media, for me, success looks like whatever you want to achieve, you know, 
which is something that for me, brands are kind of like losing it. They don't have a clear objective when they decide to produce content or they decide to have a presence on social media. So as long as they have like a very clear objective, I think success will look like <laughs> achieving that objective. You know, I know like the, it sounds like corny and cheesy, but uh, for me, it is what is happening right now. Like a lot of brands are going on social media without even knowing what they are expecting from it, you know, so producing content that maybe caught people's attention, but uh, doesn't give them like any kind of results or doesn't really put them in a different position. So I think the first, I would put this first question in the beginning, like, what do you want to achieve? Uh, that That's for me what's lacking right now in, within the market. I would say like um, if I could give an example of a brand that for me is being successful, I always mention it when like, someone asks me, but uh, for me, Fenty Beauty from Rihanna is a really good example. Not only because they produce really good content, but they also em- kind of like embrace this whole social commerce thing and uh, everything they do is to kind of give a perspective on how their product works. So they hire influencers, they take amazing pictures, they get people to make reviews. And once you click on the product within their Instagram page, for example, you see all like a bunch of content that they produced using the product that you're looking for. So you have like a total different experience when you see people using it, like examples of models or whatever, or regular people. So I think for them, they are having like a successful strategy. they, they're probably selling much more because people, the whole like social commerce or the shopping experience through like social media is it's being enhanced every time they produce new content. So I think I always mention them because I think they're doing really good. I love the example you give. I am always watching Fenty as a brand that produces content from the product and from the user experience and whatever results in brand impact or brand building then that's added value. But they are super, super focused on the value of the, like their unique selling proposition or whatever you want to call that. They are super product centric. So yeah, I think that that is a challenge for many, many brands, right? Like many brands need to build brands, not products, because we, we all know that there's a lot of similar products out there and the difference is going to come from the brand. But I, I do think that that is where content enters as a super powerful ally for these brands, right? Like, so I have something to say, this is my message and that's how you build a brand. But yeah. No, the thing I like about Fenty Beauty is that as we were talking like before, they have like a lot of, it's clear for them what they want to achieve right as you're saying like everything they produce is to enhance this experience of showing people how to use their products or how their products will look like if you buy them right so i think it's once you have this really defined objective or you you have this clarity on what you want to achieve also like changes the whole game it's completely different you're right i have another question this one is a bit more philosophical or (laughs) inspiring um with virtual worlds as this huge opportunity ahead of us, how do you think or how do you envision this next stage for branded content? How is it going to evolve? I think it's promising as a see right now. Because uh, for me, it's still like the real world is much more interesting than the virtual world right now. But uh, I see like in the future, a lot of possibilities of kind of like the virtual worlds will take over some of the things that we we are used to. So I think brands will play basically the same role, you know, like um, especially if you take, for example, fashion brands, 
they're going to play the same thing, but in a different kind of like scenario or in a different, I would say, reality. But um, I would keep it, if I had to do something or if I had to say something, I would say content is still content and it will be instant here in the real world and it will be instant in the virtual world as well. So like uh, the nature of it is the same. Yeah, we're already seeing fashion brands doing their thing in virtual worlds and they seem to manage it pretty well to be fair yeah because we mentioned we mentioned fashion brands because it's also the easiest right fashion is a form of expression yeah but it, but it, it's the easiest from a conceptual point of view it is easy but it is a huge challenge yeah. because fashion brands are very very much related to the physical world so but we're still wearing clothes in the virtual world so yeah but uh, if you think on where actually they've been influencing us in the past years it's through social media so it's virtual already instagram is a different reality yeah you're right, right. instagram is a completely different reality it's not real world thank god and they're they've been there for like <laughs> five years <laughs> okay paulo it was super nice talking to you seeing you again been a long time since we talked to each other so it was fun and thanks for sharing everything you know with me and everyone else who's listening today Cool. Likewise. Thank you. It was a really nice talking to you again, Dulce. Invite me for the next episodes. Sure. See each other soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Social Innovation Lab podcast and see you next week.